재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul. On Saturdays, we get our chance to grasp at deeper Korean cultural truths through the eyes of film and mass media. It's called Korea on Screen, and we've recruited our very own filmmaker and Korean film commentator, Won Suk Chin. Hey, Won Suk. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Have you ever seen... Some really bad movies? Oh, I've seen many of them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's some movies where you walk out kind of angry because it's just bad. Yeah, yeah. Then there's some movies you walk out and it's so bad that it almost wins your heart over. Or, Or... It's so bad that you have to tell your friends that you got to check this out because it's just awful. And but you don't want want to be the only person, you That's know. Right. So you kind of recommend it to your friends and in thinking that you know they're going to waste their time as well. But you know also it's really fascinating to see how awful these films are, and 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 the amazing that. Uh, a filmmaker believes in this project yes. and invests like years of their lives and, and makes this stinker. And, but, you know, there's a passion behind it. So, so you really get into that, you know. So I guess, uh, you know, that's what we call this. Uh, it's so bad. It's good. So movies. bad. It's good. <laughs> there's so bad that it's just bad. I would file like, you know, Batman versus Superman under that. Um, that's just a bad. <laughs> that's just bad. That's yeah, not yeah. like cult bad good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, you know, uh, there's a, a filmmaker uh, named Ed Wood. Yes. I'm sure you've, you've heard of him. Um, Ed Wood, uh, they made a movie about him. And Ed Wood is this sort of belongs in this. Uh, he's, a, he's a filmmaker considered to be uh, the worst filmmaker of all time. <laughs> to have that good label, reason, yeah. yes, and you know his movies are so bad. And you know later they made a movie. Uh, Tim Burton made a movie called mm-hmm. Ed Wood, you know, starring Johnny Depp, uh, uh, Martin Landau, Bill Murray, Sarah Jessica Parker. Really fascinating. It's a wonderful film. You I think it's his the- Plan Nine from Outer Space. That, that uh, his is so-called masterpiece. The masterpiece. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really, really bad. <laughs> it's like an alien movie, and like they light like pie plates on fire and things like that for the aliens. And you got to respect those production values. Oh yes, yes. So, um, you know, each country, each you know, has its own sort of. It's so bad that it's good movies mm. and korea has uh, plenty of them uh, from the past yeah so today i'm really excited to talk about uh, I, I picked uh, two films from the past especially from the 70s and 80s uh and i want to talk about these so uh very obscure movies but uh you know you, you'll be really fascinated to hear that these movies exist before korea's movie industry got super sophisticated i guess you can say mm-hmm. so, so bad it's good the golden era of so bad it's good i guess was the 70s and 80s. Right. So the first movie I want to talk about is a movie called Dracula in a Coffin. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Korean title? Kwansoge <laughs> Dracula. And this movie was uh, was made in 1982. And uh, yes, it's about a Dracula. Um, and uh, not just a vampire. So we have actually a Korean movie uh, um, that features uh, Count Dracula. Was Count Dracula in this movie not Transylvanian but Korean? No, actually, he's Danish. So, so the story goes like this. Uh, in this one, um, well, first of all, I have to tell you about this uh, actor who plays uh, Dracula. Uh, Dracula here is a play by uh, a, a Caucasian actor named Ken Christopher. Mm. 
And the producers back then said that, uh, you know, they cast, actually originally cast Christopher Lee, you know, famous for uh, Dracula roles. Um, but uh, because he got sick, he couldn't do the film. So they had to replace him with a young actor named uh, Ken Christopher that uh, Christopher Lee recommended. Now, is this true? No, <laughs> it is not true. And Christopher Lee probably didn't even know about this movie and or Ken Christopher. In fact, Ken Christopher isn't even his uh, a real name. Really? He's not an even actor. He was supposedly uh, an American GI uh, who got discovered uh, by the producers while taking vacation. And uh, he played uh, 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 Count Dracula. An American GI playing a vampire in Denmark in a Korean movie. Yes. So, so in this film, uh, uh, an attractive Korean young woman uh, is studying overseas in the United States, and she visits uh, uh, Denmark uh, somehow. And then there's—I don't know where they shot the this. She visits this castle, and she meets. Um, uh, Dracula there, and then Dracula has a crush on her, and then he follows her back to Korea. Denmark, and- famous for both its castles and its vampires. <laughs> I know. All right, so she follows Count Dracula, the Danish Count Dracula, I presume. Yes. Uh huh. And we're, with a probably an American accent. <laughs> okay. To Korea? Yeah, Korea. And then, so she's in Korea, so he all this time, you know, tries to, you know, like, drink blood out of her he, he tries to seduce her but he fails and every time he fails he goes to a local nightclub and he seduces um, another young woman but then he sometimes fails so he goes to like this uh, one of those uh, blood bank and then he he, he grabs like a, one of those like a, a, a bag of a blood mm. and he drinks from it it's like a, a drink pouch or a drink yeah, box yeah, for yes, him yes yes uh-huh. and then um, uh, and there's this uh, Catholic priest who learns that you know, Dracula is is in town, so he's trying to fight him. But then, you know, he's no match for this invincible uh, vampire. And then, at one point, a Buddhist monk shows up out of blue, and he fights the fights the uh, the vampire. So we have a battle between a Dracula and and a Buddhist monk, <laughs> who fights like a, a Shaolin monk. Okay. <laughs> um, any of the old sort of vampire tropes in this like garlic and yeah garlic and uh, and uh you know cross and everything you have all that you know they do have all these sort of uh, uh conventions of a dracula movie i'm sure that the, mm-hmm. these filmmakers saw this so these old uh, dracula movies but you know they didn't have a much uh budget uh and you know of course they didn't really know how to make an effective a horror film um, but, uh, you know, this film, uh, among the horror fans, it is considered to be a lost gem. I mean, you know, people, uh, the, the trailer is available on you, uh, YouTube. Mm-mm-mm. I can say YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the trailer is available and, uh, you have to watch this, you know, if you just, uh, you know, type in, uh, uh, Dracula in a coffin, you know, it will show up and you will be just, you'll be amazed. And, uh, uh, fortunately, the film does exist. Um, you know, uh, a Korean film archive has a print. Actually, they have a print of it, um, but it's not available on DVD or uh, it's not on streaming site or anything. Uh, um, every once in a while, I hear that the, the this Korean film archive, uh, you know, screen it. Uh, and hopefully, someday, you know, that it will they will convert it into uh, either, either DVD or digital format, so that. Uh, 
you know, that all the horror fans can enjoy this because I have a good feeling that this film will become a cult hit, you know. Well, you know the Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? Mm-hmm. That was initially thought to be kind of a bad movie and then it grew into this beloved and cult, you know, classic film and everybody interacts with it and everything. Um, I dare say there's the same sort of affection maybe for this Dracula in a coffin movie. You know what would just kill as an event here in Seoul or in Korea? A bad movie film festival <laughs> or even a bad horror movie film festival if there's enough of them. Yeah. I mean, a, a one-day thing with just some, some venue and just show incredibly horrible movies and have some kind of refreshments there. I think that, that would be, be an excellent idea. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. That, let's put a pin in that. I think that's something we could uh, you know, put so, on. Yeah, if point. you have a chance to please seek out this uh, uh, Korean movie about a Danish Dracula. And the, you said Kwansoge? Dracula. 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 Not Kula, but Kula. So this movie was made in 1982. All right. On to Evermore and yes, worse movies. Yes, I have this um, a movie that's even more obscure than uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Dracula in a Coffin. And this film I'm going to talk about is called The Invincible Six Million Dollar Man. Okay, now wait a second. Is This, this sounds like a, one of my passionately favorite TV shows when I was a kid in the U.S. Well, that's the, uh, the, uh, the, the Six Million Dollar Man, yeah. a famous uh, TV show uh, starring uh, Lee Majors. Right. Yeah. Same idea? Yes, exactly the same idea, but they uh, uh, they cast an American GI. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of work for American GIs oh, in, yes, in yes. B movies. You had it? a lot of a movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll just recap quickly. This to this day, the theme music of the Six Million Dollar Man makes my heart race. You know, it's like and the whole sort of voiceover of the doctors in the room. You know, his his rocket ship. He's an astronaut. It crashes. The doctors say, mm-hmm. "We have the technology. We can make him." better, faster, stronger and they give him bionic limbs and a bionic eye, right? Mm -hmm. And the funny thing to me is that back in the day when the show was on, six million dollars sounded like a whole lot of money. It was very, very, uh, yes, it was expensive. Yeah, a lot of money. <laughs> six million dollars wouldn't get you a fingernail. At this point, <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so, so that show was uh, very popular in Korea back in the seventies, and a, a Korean producer, um, you know, decided to make a movie, uh, but they didn't have the rights. Mm. Or, you know, to remake it or anything. <laughs> and it they wasn't just, impressive that the, you had the six million. They had to throw in the adjective, the invincible six million dollar man. Yeah. So, so they just, uh, the Korean title is actually, 무적의 육백만불. Okay. So it doesn't say six million dollar man. It's actually the invincible six million dollars. You know, so, so really doesn't make sense. You know, it's like, uh, uh, so they were trying to maybe get away from it uh-huh. and then even the the so they did cast this guy um 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 we don't even know his name but uh you know he um his character uh in this show is uh, in this movie is he's named uh, oscar Os- oscar Go- uh, coleman that's interesting because lee major or uh, steve austin's boss on the tv show was, was named oscar, oscar goldman. goldman yes it's oscar coleman here so this time the real hero is oscar coleman Coleman, yes. Coleman, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, in this story, uh, uh, the, the, uh, there's Dr. Huang, you know, a Korean scientist, you know, who is uh, secretly developing a, a 
weapon with uh, the U.S. government. And then he has all the top secret documents, uh, you know, confidential documents in his briefcase. And his briefcase gets stolen uh, by this crime organization. And then this crime organization, you know, maybe they're trying to like extort him or, you know, for money or something. And then they were in a playground and they got their... Uh, you know, they stole this uh, briefcase and, and then two kids, like two, like, you know, 10 year old kids, they just steal it from, <laughs> from these thugs. So you have these bad guys running, uh, chasing after these teenage, uh, this, the, the 10 year kids. And then you have, um, uh, a six million dollar man, uh, who was assigned uh, for this case. So he's in Korea and he's after this. It's really, I mean, I, I saw this film as a kid. I don't remember much other than mm-hmm. other than like well, at the time I thought because I was a huge fan of the show so I thought oh they're making a mo- they made a movie about it so at first I thought it was an American movie so I went to the theater and then I see like Korean license plates and 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 then everyone spoke Korean and even uh, Oscar Coleman you know spoke Korean yeah or it was a dubbed yeah probably know? dubbed yeah. Right? And then, you know, he had no problem, like, communicating with the Koreans uh, in, in the story. And then, of course, you have, uh, so this, this cyborg, um, you know, he's got the bionic limbs, but also he's got a bionic ear as well. That's usually the bionic woman who has the ear, Exactly. Right? So they just combine those two. Everything. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, in this film, um, there's a really, uh, so, I mean, it was like a really low budget film and, uh, the production value is very low. And there's a one point in the film, so he, uh, fights these bad guys. And one of the bad guys, he does this kind of a body turning kick, like a round, round kick. Uh-huh. And he does that. He rips his pants. And, uh, <laughs> but they just like, they didn't cut it or anything. They just, it's in the film, you know? Okay. So I'm thinking like, you know, Okay, it's probably because they didn't have the budget for another pair of pants. Or so more just, film to shoot. Yeah, yeah. So, so they just like kept it. So it's one of those like really, oh my God, I can't believe I'm watching this. Even as a 10-year-old boy, mm. as I was watching it, I just could not believe how bad it was. <laughs> but, you know, I mean... You know, I mean, when you're 10, you know, or like 9, you know, you're impressionable. You like anything you watch. Yeah. But even then, I just knew it was a stinker. <laughs> you got a lot of bad, uh, you know, bad bandwidth for badness. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I would really like to see this movie now. Both of these ones you've mentioned. You know, you mentioned um, the American character speaking perfect Korean. And what instantly popped into my mind, have you ever seen a movie called Hercules in New York? I've heard of it, but I never watched that film. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, before he became famous, before he was even in Conan, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's Hercules magically transported to New York, and uh, he's huge, and they, they haven't used his own voice yet. So the famous Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, yes. accent isn't With there. an Austrian accent. They have this guy dubbing him over. And he's an American accent. And it's this perfect American. <laughs> so it's Hercules walking around going, hey, you, stop there. <laughs> I'll use these muscles on you, you know, that kind of stuff. Bad movies are a wonderful thing. I think, uh, once up, we should crowdsource the first great Korean horrible movie festival. <laughs> that would be an excellent idea again. So let's, uh, let me see if, if, uh, if, first of all, if these films exist, you know, mm. on some level. I mean, again, um, I, I went to the Korean Film Archive uh, website. Yes. And, and they do, um, list, you know, like if they have anything in their vault, mm-hmm. they, they say so. And, uh, even this film, uh, uh, The Invincible Six Million Dollar Man, um, has, uh, they have a print, a negative print in it. So, 
you know, someday, you know, maybe somebody, you know, they can maybe uh, convert it into digital format, a DCP or DVD. Well, you have to imagine that at some point television wanted to probably syndicate these films. And so if not sitting on a shelf in film form or digital form, maybe it's sitting on a shelf in like Betamax or tape form. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, I heard that uh, also... uh, uh, the uh, the v- a VHS copy of this film, The mm. Invisible Six Million Dollar Man, uh, uh, was available on one of those uh, sort of uh, websites, and uh, it was selling for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, but I didn't yeah. want to spend like a hundred dollars. No, on, no. On. <laughs> so at least we can be confident these films are out there, and it's my mission to go see them. Wonso, thank mm-hmm. you for coming in. Thank you. And we'll be back with Planet Korea right after this.